You are now listening to the More or Less Podcast. We are about to insert some knowledge into your brainus. 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 Betty had a vacation from her job as a social worker for the state of New Hampshire. Barney worked for the post office. He dressed like a clown to make children laugh. Uh, it looked really, really human. The face was, was, was human. Space. Time. Years. Hola. Bullshit. Hello. What's up? Hi. <coughs> but that there's a four-hour documentary that came out. I think you're still too close. Four-hour documentary that came out about uh, Michael and the alleged like, victims. About, mm, MJ? Yes. <clears throat> and the alleged victims. And these guys came out and revealed all their experiences and what like really happened to them at Neverland. And... Um, According to people, it's pretty disgusting. According. And uh, the MJ we're referring to is Michael Jackson, not Michael Jordan. That's correct. Just throwing that we out there. We were referring to Michael uh, Jameson. Michael Jordan, he was he got in trouble for gambling. That was about it. Yeah. Fuck it. Do you know that's why he ended up leaving the NF or the NBA? <clears throat> was gambling? It really? was a forced. Yeah, it was a forced retirement because he was really? betting. He was betting on. I don't really understand what happened. Was it not but, that he was just getting old? No, the first time he retired, the first time he left, excuse me, was because of the gambling. It was like he hid it under the guise of I'm getting older. Did I he ever explore. really get caught? Yeah, and that's why. Okay, because so it was either we're gonna didn't Pete Rose get caught for gambling too? And he's still black labeled. Right. So why didn't Michael Jordan get? Because that, that was part of, of the thing. Because Michael Jordan had such a label behind him with his and Pete Rose didn't. No, but. But I'm just saying. I don't what know. What are you just I'm, saying? I'm. I don't know the politics of. Well, you should. Uh, when, when you, you bring should. up a topic like this, you better know. <laughs> yep. Okay. Did Did y'all see the meme on Facebook here a couple of days ago? It had a picture of the Clintons. It says the real Suicide Squad. No. <laughs> Funny. Clever. I did not. I Welcome like back it. to the More or Less Podcast. I'm Craig. J Mac. Hell. <laughs> How are you all doing on this fine day today? Pretty good. If my mic would fucking... Been a while since we've work. been in cahoots. In cahoots. A little bit. Been a while since we had a kumflama on the medium. A while. Since we had a what? Kumflama on the medium. A while. A while. A while. <laughs> Say cream. What have you guys been into later, lately? Same old shit. Working, riding. Working, working and riding. Not fucking bitches. Alex, playing golf, I imagine. Yeah, and working. <laughs> That's all I do is working. Are you still getting better at golfing? I wouldn't know since I haven't been. Do um, Alex? No, not really. No, because I haven't played in a couple weeks. So. Oh, really? <clears throat> Mm-mm. I would imagine if I were to go out, hmm. it wouldn't be very good. My so. eye is freaking itching so bad. Your eye? <laughs> huh? Your eye? Yeah. My, um, I've been having this thing under my left eye. It's been, like, on like my what? eyelid has been itching. But I haven't seen any, like, growths or styes. I mean, that's always a plus. That you don't have any growths. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a plus, I would think. <laughs> I mean, I only like the, pinkle, the, the pickles that are bumpy, so. Speaking of pickles, I finished the, uh, 
pickled moonshine. Oh. Ew. Well, actually, the one I got from Tennessee here a while back, that was finished like within the first night. I actually bought two jars while I was down there. Oh. So now I saved one for the wheat when I got back. But the liquor store across from my work sells it. So I'm empty, so that means I got to refresh. Or refresh. Restock. So I just want to point something out. You can probably hear some background <laughs> munching. It's from my dog. She's hungry. But <clears throat> at any rate, so the pickled... Were there pickles in it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's actually dilled pickles with shine. Did you eat the pickles? Pickle juice. Hell yeah. Did you get fucked up? No, they're not near as strong as what you think. Oh, really? Yeah, even <clears throat> the whole shine is not that It's not that strong. I've, I'm yet to have moonshine. The one, we got one called uh, Blue Flame at the house. It's like the, it's 128 proof, which is the highest that anyone can sell legally. Oh, God fucking ridiculous we we've had that one for over a year and a half and we're not even a quarter of the way through it yet yeah i mean i, I mean it's shit's fucking ridiculous that's for a special occasion where you mix if, in if, a if you want hair with... to burn off your chest not just grow but like burn off that's the shit you drink you can clean wounds with that <laughs> yeah yeah um, so craig was talking a little bit ago about him getting into hiking yeah do you only hike at the state forest or that's all i've been out to right <laughs> okay. now i only fucking get Around my house, there's like, I think about 10 of them that you can go to. I think the longest one's like 14 miles. Damn, that's a big one. I I tried, it said that you could do a mountain bike on it. When I first moved to where I live at, I went and tried it on a mountain bike. Well, I forgot I was fat and out of shape. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So, uh, I only got like probably a mile total like, yeah. from the truck to the beginning of the trail back. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of hiking trails around where where I live. You just go to Google. There's like ten of them, I think. I was um, we were talking earlier about this marathon that they were having here uh, in Huntington today, and uh, was that just like a walking or actual run? Oh, it was legit, like hundreds of people. Like, I didn't know but, that many like people running in the state or just run. walking. Yeah, run. I just had no idea that that many people in the state of West Virginia ran. You should go to the or not well, see the one that they have in Charleston. They had. Here probably about a month or so ago, mm-hmm. there are a shit ton of people that goes to one in Charleston. It's like the only, what are the fuck they call it, like 5K or whatever the uh-huh. fuck it is. Like It's the only really true one left, uh, like east of the Mississippi or some, some shit like that. The, um, the one today, it's just like a Marshall-sponsored one. Mm. Um, and so you'll see, like, I saw people running in there, like, they, they had like, pullovers with their work emblem yeah like representing their their work that's associated with marshall or somehow like sponsors or something like that or some shit like that Mm -hmm. yeah craig how's your work been going still got some work drama no not so much drama just bull dude i just fucking work so many hours all the time i thought you were part-time i work 50 plus hours a week i thought you was gonna switch to part-time though yeah well Fucking the guy that they hired to replace me up front hasn't been to work in a month because he got in a car wreck. Oh, fuck. So I'm still playing his job and like I fucking, yeah. Not really meaning to do this because he has no relationship to us, doesn't sponsor us, doesn't give us a shout out, but it just hit me. In your free time, go and listen to Pat McAfee's podcast. I hear it's good. It is fucking (laughs) awesome. And this, this guy's funny as shit. He is. He's. I, I've and heard now, the stories he, he tells what, about. Like, well, he has his own show, right? 
And yeah. but like they'll take like five minute clips from his show and put it on YouTube. So like for this five minutes he's talking about <clears throat> this topic, the next five minutes he's talking about it. Must be topic. nice because he it's has money, funny. huh? And said, "Must be nice because he has money. He could just fucking." And he he's got like three studios. Like so, like one yep. he's doing his actual show, another one he's actually doing his podcast, and there's like, well, he that's why he probably retired ten from total people is just within his podcast. It is. I mean, crazy. that's why he retired from yeah. football was because he wanted to pursue his career with. And now, and he TV he announces the college games on Thursday See, nights. And this is my thing: is now, uh, yeah, he's just rich. Now, Speaking of, if somebody wanted to donate us money, Monet, Monet, Moolah, where can they go Shut and up. donate uh, Monet at? You can go to patreon.com, search for more slash podcast, and uh, you can put in a penny, you can put in a dollar, you can put in tens, twenties, hundreds, thousands of dollars, if you'd like. Tens which, and tens. <laughs> billions and billions I can't and break a thousand dollar bill, just so you know. I can't. Well, you should. Okay. Alex, where can everybody go to uh, follow us? Well, you can follow us on Facebook at the More or Less page dedicated to this Facebook. Well, this, this podcast. Facebook. <laughs> dedicated to this Facebook. You can look us up on Facebook. Go Spotify, look up this podcast dedicated Forward to this slash. Facebook page. No, you can look up our uh, our Facebook page, the More or Less podcast, um, as well as on Instagram where you can like us, follow us. You can talk with us, actually. Oops. Um, Chit chat. Yeah, you can chat with us. Uh, you can send we, you Gay know, Mac all the dick pics you like. Please, you know what we should do, like on our Facebook page. You know, like if you ever go online, like a let's say like Amazon or something, and you're Amazon. searching, and like this this little box comes up on the right bottom corner says, "Would you like to do, to do a live chat with one of our agents or something?" I think you should we put should my face that. my face up on the Facebook. Would, Would you, you like, like to do a, a live chat, chat with, with uh, Gay Mac? He is hot and ready for you. Oh my god, hot and ready. That would be hilarious to have like a uh what's it called? The um like well, <laughs> it's like a phone sex agent. Like <laughs> come talk with your our very own the more or less podcast gay mag. <laughs> oh my god. He'll stimulate you, he'll make you laugh, he might make tell you cry. him tell him your sweet desires. Male he'll whisper or, male or female, or if you don't know what you are, you can still tell us your sweet desires. He'll whisper sweet nothings into your ears. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> but anyway, so you can get on to our Instagram as well as our Facebook. Uh, the Instagram is more.or.less.podcast. Greg, where can I go listen to us? Right here. With your ears. Because we have mouths. Right uh, here? Right here. Right now. Right now. Right, right. now. Or, or later on in the future. Or right yonder. Right yonder. Yeah. Out yonder. You could listen to us on Spotify, More or Less Podcast, and on CastBox, More or Less Podcast. Both are available on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play, so go download that. <laughs> and Craig, those are free apps, correct? To an extent. CastBox is free. Spotify, eh. Kind of free. Actually, everybody should go and download Spotify, and if you pay for it, you fucking get um, a free Google Home Mini. Huh? What? Really? Yeah. If you do what? Spotify, yeah, Spotify, if you pay premium, go on and you could claim a Google Home Mini. So the government can watch us? Yeah. Um, okay. Also, let's not forget, <laughs> um, this episode and further episodes is sponsored by the World Beer. By me. Out of Easton, Ohio. Columbus. Columbus, are sponsored Ohio. by Craig. And J-Mac and Alex. Pastor Dan. Pastor Dan.
Brother Craig and St. Al. <laughs> you know, speaking of the world of beer, so remember um, Hayes that we played football with? No. Yeah. Okay, well, he You've works... only talked about him three times, but who is that? Okay, well, he he Shark. works he works with me. Oh, yeah. Land and Shark. he said there's a place up there next to the world of beer called The Melt. And he was talking about this place. He said, this place is good. He was talking about there's a... I forget what he actually calls it. I think it's called The Big Melt. But he said it's like four or five like grilled cheeses into like one sandwich, oh, shit. and it's got like six different cheeses on it. Ooh. I kind of want to go go up there. Not gonna lie. We should make a trip just for a grilled cheese sandwich. Once we eat it, head back. No, I for, he told me that when after he ate it, he literally just felt so sick. I mean, I guess just to, due to the amount of cheese. Yeah, all the cheese and bread. And, and he he was talking about some kind grits. of. Um, all greasy. Like, uh, I don't know, like, if you can eat this amount of food in this certain amount of time, you know, you get such and such type mm-hmm. thing. I forget what he was talking about. He said, but it was all up there at the mountain. He says the way he described it wasn't too far from the world of beer. And really? I told him that we went up there to the Cheesecake Factory, too. Mm. What the hell was the name of that drink at the world beer that's not on their menu? Zombie I was trying pie. to tell him that. Huh? Zombie, Zombie pie. Zombie pie. That's it. I knew it was some kind of pie. Cream pie. Apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> pie. We both laugh. <laughs> Speaking of cream pies. I mean, not really. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, we're not getting ready to talk, talk, talk about porn or anything like this. We're like talking porn. about Boston cream donuts today. Boston so cream if you look donuts, at the history I of... I think Krispy Kreme is a little bit better than Boston cream pie. Have you ever had a Boston cream donut? No, have you ever had a Krispy Kreme? Yes. Okay, Boston then. Cream is not Need a I say brand. more? Need I say more? It is a fucking donut stuffed with cream, dude. It is delicious. Okay, well I can get cream stuffed in a don- donut too from yeah, Krispy Kreme. You're or Al. right, huh? Or Al? Al can. You know, it's like on uh, what's the hell's that movie? Something uh, about Mary. <laughs> what? When he's in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> where they where he puts his cum in the pastry Jill. thing. Like the, Van Wilder, Van Wilder, right? Where <laughs> Ryan? Reynolds. No, it's uh, the uh, dog is into the pastries, and the guys eat. Like, I don't know what's different about this, but this is so good. And just, <laughs> and just like eats, eats like the whole fucking serving. He really was. Oh my shit. god, it was awesome. Okay. I don't know really how to bounce into this one, but we're going to talk about past lives of kids, basically. So, so essentially, like, there's been stories. I mean. Shit forever about people. Okay, now I, I have about. a I have a question. I hate to cut you off, Alex, but I have a question about um, when I was reading about mine. Does this can go pretty much hand in hand in reincarnation? Yes, reincarnation? Yeah, exactly. right, so I was actually going right to on that. But now, but my question was about that. If you do believe in that, do you? Always know your past life. So no. you know, oh, like no. how how some say, you know, like they're not they're not going to kill a cow because they're afraid like their loved one might, might but, be. But on that same token, somebody who believes in reincarnation, they might go their entire okay. life and never know. Real quick, a little bit about reincarnation for those who don't know. Reincarnation is the fact that like you die and then you come back as somehow another person or another being or some shit like that. Anal beads. It's real big and like fucking. Whose are they? East. Mine. <laughs> I want to be a dragon. It's real big in Eastern cultures, so like Hindu, Buddhism, shit like that. Um, so that's where you can see a lot of 
whatever. The reincarnation. Yeah, reincarnation, that word. Yeah, so what we what we just copy was dude, I think all it is is like when somebody dies, they just take the soul and they put it in a copy machine and puts out another one. Well, I tell you what, listen to this. So so I've probably told you guys this story before too, but there was this guy and I think this was just a story, but I think it plays pretty well into the idea of reincarnation. This guy dies, mm-hmm. and he then is in a place where it's total darkness. I mean, it's the blackest of the black, and he just hears Help. this like godlike voice saying, you're dead, but we're going to send you back because you haven't experienced life yet. You don't know enough about life to enjoy death or heaven or whatever it is. And essentially this guy, he dies and then he lives the life of every single person that has ever lived on earth. And so it's from a different perspective, a different person, Mm -hmm. different time, everything. Right. All for this person who just dies eternally. And then after the very end, he's like, now you can come into the heavens because you've experienced life from all aspects from all points of view, from every, you know, whatever that you can think of, you've experienced it. And uh, and that's kind of how I imagine reincarnation, is you just keep going back and back and back and back and back. Kind of like that copy. It does. Machine. That makes a lot of sense. So we, see that. For, for this episode, we're looking into the phenomena of children who claim to have lived past lives who have taken their families and people to the places they lived, talked about how these places, um, now, if they died, how they died, what they saw. I, I'm going to get into, I know y'all two kind of took a little bit different approach to this than what I did. So I'm going to ask this question based on just what i done my research on. I can't tell you an answer. What do you mean? For your question. I can't tell you an answer. What's the question? Let okay. him ask the question first. Is Yeah, I can't tell you. Okay, so I'm just going to look at you then. Okay. All right. Do you think maybe you could have dreamed something that seems so real that you believe it was your past life? Or no. like deja vu type of thing? Right. <sighs> do you think that can... I mean, I know I'm kind of going out on deja a limb, but, but do you think in a way that could be, so, be possible? Because so, I have had some really fucked up dreams that really seemed so real that I thought it really did did happen. And even after I, I woke up, it took me a little while to to know that actually wasn't real. Right. See, okay, so let's take let's take in instead of the dreams, let's do the let's do the um the the deja vu, okay. Okay. So with deja vu what doctors say, like psychiatrists, psychologists, they say that the reason people feel or have deja vu it's like oh wait i've seen this before we've done this right they say that it's because it's something that you've done already like it's something you've already experienced before um but it could be one of those things where it's like like looking into the future or something crazy i don't know i the i can remember this going a little bit off topic but i can remember the first time i felt like i experienced a true Deja vu moment was during a football game in middle school. Uh-huh. We was playing against. Pike you probably team. had a concussion. <laughs> probably, I I remember we was playing against Pikeview and I got killed. Yep. And I remember when I came back up, like I was kind of almost like on all fours and was staring at the ground, thinking, 
I've been here. This has happened before for about a couple minutes, and then it was you like know, gone. you went through the sequence. Like this is about to happen. It happens. Right. This is going to happen. It happens. And yeah. the next thing you know, you're like, "What the fuck? fucking weird?" Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that in a way, it's similar to what these kids experience. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we all chose different kids. <laughs> well, mine is around a kid named Ryan. Mine's mine's a kid named John. Okay. Mine is John Ryan, actually. John Ryan? No, not really. Well, I was gonna say, Holy I'll God. go ahead and start off with my story. Okay, so we good. talked about um, this lady named Hannah Monsoor. Hannah Montana? Yes. Hmm. And this was basically in the 60s. It didn't say exactly where she was. Um, but this is, like, I guess the beginning of her reincarnation. Okay. So, she fucking... Was around in the 60s, and she gave birth to two children. The first one was a girl. What? Okay, well, I, when you said in the 60s, like in 1960. 1960s. Okay, All right, I was going to no, say, no, damn, no. she's giving a birth to a kid that, that old, damn. No, no, no. She she was giving birth to a kid in the 1960s. Okay. First daughter was named Layla. Her second one was named Garlic. Galark, like G-A-L-A-R-C-H. Galark? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And basically what they come to find out was that she had some medical issues that was going on. At the time of her second pregnancy. Okay. Doctors warned her. They told her that she shouldn't go and get pregnant again. And what ended up happening was she did. And because of this, it ended up causing her to have a heart condition. Had the son. And what ended up happening was that she had to go in and have an emergency surgery to try to, like, save her. Um, They got her to come back fine. Well, she ended up having to go back to another surgery later on. to After um, the pregnancy, right? Yes. Okay. She had to go to Richmond, Virginia, and during this time that she was going through recovery, she ended up telling her husband that she was going to die and then be reincarnated. She goes, has the surgery. She was and told that? Up, huh? She was told that? She told her husband Oh, that. she, okay, oh, okay, all right. So, after the surgery, she ended up um, dying in recovery from it, and 10 days later, a little girl named Suzanne Ganim was born. So, the crazy thing is, is that um, Monsoor used to say that she would have always wanted to call her daughter after the th- the stuff mm-hmm. never could call her daughter her phone didn't work well when um suzanne was 16 months old she would walk around with a fake phone and say and be saying hello layla hello layla hello layla the little call- kid yeah the little kid um so as she started growing up older she started recognizing and remembering all sorts of different things and eventually she got in contact with um, Monsoor's husband, who was actually a police officer. Throughout connections and talking and everything, Suzanne was able to identify 13 members of her immediate family from pictures and things like that, that the other woman knew who died. And then she actually ended up getting connected and falling, like not falling in love, but she had major connections to the family and was still super close to like the kids hmm. and shit like that. Yeah, weird. And she was how much? So the lady was born in the sixties. the The mom died like probably in the seventies, like okay. late sixties, early seventies. The girl was born ten days after she died. Okay, so this girl was born in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. So hmm. the, I mean that that was the story that I have. There's, I mean, when I went to go Google this, I I think just for everybody on podcast lands that doesn't really know much about these types of stories there's a lot more out there than what you think there's a lot of stories but there's not i don't think there's a lot of research into it so since we're on the topic of research my 
I'll go into my story. But I mean, but how can you really research it, and how can you really well prove so, some of it? I guess. So my story revolves around a little boy named Ryan. Okay, um, and he he I think he. He was about four years old when he started having what his parents described as like really intense nightmares, so night terrors. And when they talked to him about it, he told them that he used to be someone else. And he began, like, they, according to his parents, like he was begging to go home. Well, according to him, home was in the Hollywood Hills. And he told them about how he'd met famous stars like Rita Hayworth. Okay, Rita Hayworth was uh, a famous actress in the like 30s and 40s. So you're talking way back in the day. And um, he 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 would say that he worked for a powerful agency. So like uh, a talent agency. And um, he he said in the first thing the the direct quote was that he remembered living on a uh, a street called Rock Something. That's that's how he described it, it as Rock Something. So little boy Ryan's mother looked up uh she found a few books and like magazines that that followed like um reincarnation and no, shit. No, 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 old-time Hollywood. Okay. And she let him look through the books and like try and spark some sort of uh, memory of what it was that he was talking about to see if he could pick out the people. And um, he found himself, what he believed. What he thought was himself. Correct. Okay. And uh, the photo was from a film called Night After Night, which was, I don't understand what this means. It was a pre-code film from 1932. I'm assuming a pre-code film is just like... Color. Maybe, maybe. Um, but it was it was a movie starring George Raft and Mae West, and it showed in the in the photo it showed George Raft and he was like a group of men, and um, <clears throat> Ryan's mother turned to a uh, like an old school film archivist. Okay. Because the boy picked out like one of the background actors. Yeah. I was like, that's me. So she went to an archivist and uh, found out everybody's name. The archivist said that the background actor in question was named Marty Martin. Marty and, Martin? Yeah, Marty Martin was okay. an extra uh, throughout like the early parts of his career, and then he became one of the most powerful talent agents, and he died in 1964. Now, the little boy Ryan had recalled at one point that he was dancing on stage with um, other famous actors and actresses okay. on Broadway. And uh, Marty was a Broadway dancer before he got to Hollywood. And he lived on a, uh, a street that was 825 North Roxbury Drive. And so that's where the kid got the rock something. Oh. Yeah, and he lived in the Beverly Hills. Um, so this is that's that's like the rough cut of it. So, I guess his mom went to um, a psychiatrist. She's like, are these actual memories? Like, where are they from? What causes these things? And so, the guy was uh, Dr. 
I didn't get his first name, but it was Dr. Tucker. Now, uh, according to Dr. Tucker, the, the, what he believes is the explanation comes from uh, quantum physics. And he believes, he believes that our physical world, he, he says the belief that our physical world may come from our consciousness. So he, he's described it as like it's the scientific law of conservation of mass, which, well, shit, do you guys know what that is? Do you remember? What? The law of conservation of mass? Nope. I don't remember. I don't either. Somebody out in podcast land, you guys remember. So that's what that's what he's basing it off of. K-Mac would know. And it's the law that, oh, there it is. <laughs> the the law that matter cannot be created or destroyed. Um, so he believes that the molecules make that make up who we are come from somewhere else in a different time, if it, in a different um, place. And... Uh, he he thinks that in the beginning the these memories that are fresh could actually be remnants of this past like makeup of of this person's consciousness and as you unfold these early memories more memories are created and things get clearer and clearer um now this this guy Marty Martin he he became an agent and he worked with people that were like Glenn Ford and I guess he was a famous actor in the 30s and 40s and Ryan talked about um, this guy Glenn Ford and he pointed out that people would change their names to work with the agency because their names didn't sound Hollywood enough and um, I guess he had according to Ryan this Marty Martin guy had tons of connections and rub shoulders with people that were really close to Rita Hayworth and his daughter, Marty Martin's daughter confirmed that he probably did know her. Rita Hayworth. Yes. Okay. And he might've even actually been connected to Marilyn Monroe too, which, Hmm. um, more of his family came out and said, yeah, we actually knew Marilyn Monroe through Marty and, um, his wife knew her and, Ryan would talk about this this one thing in particular. I guess Marty Martin was a big sunbather. And he'd always talk mm. about getting out and getting sunburnt and taking girls out to the ocean and doing all these things. Okay. And this Ryan kid would point all that stuff out. He's like, yeah, I liked to go sunbathing. I liked to take my girlfriends to the beach. I wanted to show them the water. And then there's tons of pictures of this Marty guy on the uh, ocean front with these girls in bikinis. And he's laying out in the sun. Um and it's like watching the, they're watching surfers and stuff, and um, and he remembered an African American maid in particular, and Marty's wife pointed out that she had a number of them. Which I guess that, that you could say, you know, well maybe he he happened to see this this guy this one time and noticed things or something. I don't right. know. But uh, Ryan just pointed out a bunch of things that just lined up. He said he had a a, a piano in his house, and I guess Marty had like a few pianos because he was super rich. He was a major talent agent. Um, He talked about a large swimming pool. The address uh, was on a mountain with the rock thing. And, uh, you know, all these things lined up, and they, they fit into everything that this Ryan kid was saying. And, um... You know, that just, 
that was my story. Um, and I think that I actually agree with what that doctor said about how we could have in us remnants from previous, uh, I don't want to say people cause I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that like somebody else's parts are in me, but somebody else's parts are in you. <laughs> could be. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't. Kind of odd to think like some somebody else's parts are inside of you, but I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind of how my story's going. Not like I mean, nobody's parts was actually put into somebody else. Not that, but there's a guy named. Oh, I'm sorry. Earlier I said there was a guy, or mine was about a guy named John. Actually, it's a guy about James. <laughs> uh, James. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. James L. James um, L. He he believes his he says his past life he was a uh uh pilot or pilot. God, I swear it's a bad day. Um he was a pilot in the World War Two. It's oh, I did see this. It's what, what I don't what I don't know claims. the story, but okay. I've seen the picture. So he lived in Louisiana and his parents claimed that when he was about two to three years old he starts to talk about you know vivid dreams, memories of being a um, of being a man called Lieutenant James Dean Creedy Houston. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. But Wait, no. So what was the kid's name? Uh, his James L. Just because I can't pronounce his last name. Oh, so he. No, yeah, so James wait, wait a minute. It it, it gets it, it gets even more weird. So James L. is this little kid. Like I said, about two or three years old. Now, I do not know what time this is. I don't know if this is in the oh, so 60s, 70s, 80s. I do not know. Um, I want to say this is... I want to say it's like around the 80s is, is what I think. But I don't know. But anyway, so he, he claims that he was a lieutenant um, named James McCready Houston. He said that he was a World War II fighter pilot... Um, that was from Uniontown, PA. So, so yeah. So his past life, he's saying he's this guy from from PA. Um, uh, which he said that he was killed in, I think it's Jima, J I M A, Jima, Jima, Craig, you Iwo know? Jima, Jima. Yeah. Okay. If he was in Japan, it was Jima. Which it was. Yeah. Um, Iwo Jima. That he, he was killed fifty years prior. So, World War Two, you know, about the time, I'm thinking this could be 80s, 90s. Okay. All right. But like, like I said, I'm not 100% sure. Um, which, the the story says this, this kid was around two when he starts to talk about all this stuff. It said the kid did? Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know how well this, this kid <clears throat> could speak at the age of two. But just going along with it, he was two when he started to talk, talk about, you know, his, his love of planes and how much he knew about planes. As soon as I heard that P, I was like, his love of porn. No, no. Now, his, it, it does say in here that his parents, you know, never had any interest in planes. There was nobody in his family, even in the Air Force. So this kid was never exposed to planes. But, it, but you know, his parents are saying, you know, how intelligent and how much knowledge he has about planes and all the finer details of it, like how they work, how they fly, what, 
you know, how, how to make planes better, this, that, and the other. Um, he said that, or James, the kid, said that he started having some nightmares about being shot down by a Japanese plane with a red sun on the side. Um, and so when his, when he started telling his parents, this, of course, parents just kind of throwing this aside, just saying, okay, well, he's just having a couple bad dreams, you know, who knows how, well, who knows how, how he even got exposed to it. Well, the kid keeps telling more and more people the same story word for word. So his parents start to, to study. It started weirding a lot of people out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did. And this kind of became a pretty big news in a rather short, short amount of time. Um, he, his, the, I guess, stream of nightmares, they said kind of started after they took him to a, uh, flight museum in Dallas, Texas. So he was like all about, planes. well, kind of, yeah. And what, to me, the way that the story reads that it kind of triggered that PTSD type thing. So he starts to see all these planes in this museum type area and it starts to have a lot of flashbacks and it starts bringing back a lot of memories. So he starts describing everything on exactly how everything happened. And, um, they said that at times you would hear his, or like during the middle of the night, you would hear James, the kid screaming at the top of his voice about an airplane crash. He's, he's on fire. He, he can't get out. He's, he's what, what he's they call him? Little man can't get out. Little man can't get out. Yeah. It's on yeah. fire. We're going down. Yep. Um, so then going a little bit more in time, his mom took him out shopping, you know, like Walmart or something like that. And he spots out this plane and, you know, he'd say, Hey, you know, I want this plane. And so his mom's like, well, do you want the, the one that has the bomb at the bottom? And he says, no, mom, it's not a bottom. It's a drop tank. And this kid's like three or four, and the mom's like, no one in our family knows what a drop tank is. And this kid does. So the, kid, the people pop their heads out and they can see it. Right. <clears throat> so, anyway, so then he, he goes on to tell, you know, a story about he he flew a plane called Corsair. Um, he said, which took off of a boat called Natoma, N-A-T-O-M-A. I'm going to assume that's probably how you actually pronounce that. Um, his parents... Um, at this is kind of like sitting at dinner. He's telling this this story at at dinner, which was the first time he's ever ate meatloaf, ever. Yeah, and this kid says, "Well, I haven't had meat meatloaf since I flew that plane in Natoma in World War Two." And you know they're like, "What?" So it, it just kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. So they they researched who. Lieutenant James is. So what's crazy is there really was a Lieutenant James McCready Houston, which was a pilot. Did you know his name was James McCready Houston? Yes. Yeah. The kid said that I was a World War II pilot named Lieutenant James McCready Houston and got killed fighting in Japan in a plane. So they go and research who this guy is. And this guy is exactly who this kid says he is. So, someone had him to, like, go and, well, can can you point out what he, he looks like? So, you know, they pull up, like, pictures of random pilots, right, from back in World War II area, and the kid's like, that's me right there. 
And what's funny is if you look at a picture of Lieutenant James and this baby, or this, not this baby, but this kid, you could tell they actually look alike. Really? There's actually, I found a picture of it. I don't know if I still have it. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> there is, there really was a Lieutenant James McCready Houston. He Did you was, Google him? Yeah. He was a pilot in World War II. He did die while in a plane in Japan at the Battle of Iwo Jima. Um, said that his his plane was hit by Japanese fire. Um, said that you know that happened on March third, nineteen forty five. So then they kind of started interviewing actual lieutenants, relative brothers, sisters. You know, all that, trying to get an idea of who this guy really is. Well, then they go and interview this kid, and all the stories match up exactly who he was, where he was, where he lived, where he was born, how he was raised. Everything's to a T. And anyways, um, so when James was six years old, which was in 2004, so that means he was born in 1998. Said his father took him to a reunion of veterans who served in Natoma. That's when he was able to point out who who he was. So right here is a picture of the kid and the pilot. Yeah, I was just yeah. That Which picture. I mean, you can kind of see where it's possible. That's you know cool. what I mean? I mean, he he really does look look like. But I mean, that's pretty much about the end of end of him so i mean is is that possible i mean I, I don't think you can have that much knowledge about something at such a young age when you've never been exposed to it right right um it, it would be different i think if like his dad was like a you know a pilot, a pilot. Yeah. so in a way i can kind of believe this it's hard to dispute. Uh, i mean considering i have a little bit of background about some stuff like that so there was a guy named Dr. Ian Stevenson who was a psychiatrist, and uh, he basically, sir, like the la- latter part of his career, he devoted to um, childhood, like second lives, okay, reincarnation, and basically he conducted more than twenty five hundred case studies over forty total years, um, and he was bringing kids, questioning them. He would bring them in, and he would document the state document the statements. And he would also check the deceased records to see if they would match up. Most mm-hmm. times they did. Um, he would also look at birth defects and birth marks. And what's crazy is half the time with a kid who claimed that they had a previous life, that the birth defect or the birthmark would pop up as like a wound or a scar from the Oh, university. really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, he also claimed that, excuse me, because of his tests and shit like that, most of the things would rule out a normal explanation of why the kid was acting this way. Um, so, you know, Stevenson, he's making all these claims saying, yeah, it could happen, this and that. Well, he did, of course, meet some criticism. So you have a gentleman named Paul Edward who was basically saying that Stevenson was setting this up to feed into a facade almost. Like if you were coming in and you were telling me that you were doing all these or having these past life experiences and shit like that. Well, if I'm setting up experiences or experiments and putting you through all this shit and looking at it, you're going to fucking 
it, like you're feeding into it. Yeah. And this was a big thing was if you look at studies, a lot of other people would back Edwards because the countries that have the highest amount of childhood recognition or whatever um, was these countries that do have a higher number of reincarnation. You're talking about Hinduism, uh, you know, it's all these other countries that believe in it that are having all these kids with past lives whereas you look at the other countries who don't few and far between there's actually very little cases so it's kind of showing that it's more based off of your religious views as mm-hmm. opposed to actually looking into what your views on it may be so or what how would you describe that based on what you just said how does that apply to somebody born let's say 1965 chicago illinois white kid from the suburbs who doesn't have access to that sort of culture. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're few and far between. Like, how many other cases, like the one that I described, made a lot of sense that it was somebody from a different culture. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you listen to the names, you know, things like that. But, like, there's not many other cases that we find of childhood, second lives. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, do you think these stories are actually, like, I mean, is there a fact? Do you believe, actually, like, people has actually had this happen? Do you think that it is possible to have a past life? I believe it. I mean, if, like, there's, this, I don't think this has anything to do with past lives, but people talk about all the time that there can be multiple, 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 multiple dimensions to our universe that you know show it's possible to to have things um, what's the word I'm looking for that that we don't that we don't recognize or know but that it's not out of the realm of possibility so like let's say for example the Mandela effect which is the idea that there's a timeline and it's essentially where there's thousands and thousands of layers of paper that are weighing over top of each other and that that represents each uh, reality and let's say one of them gets crinkled it dips into another one that can affect the man that's the essentially what the Mandela effect is where this part of reality dips in and these people believe something totally different than everybody else so like Mandela, right? Mandela, the president of Africa or South Africa in the 90s. He was put in prison in like the 60s or 70s. Well, there was, there's still newspaper articles out there that say that he died in 1989. And then he was released from prison in the 90s and then he died in like 09. But there's still these articles and people remember seeing on the news that he died in the 90s or in 89. And there's like hundreds of people or thousands of people or however many there were that believe that. While the rest of the world has this idea that he survived, was let out of prison, died in the 2000s. So that's where the Mandela effect comes from, was that particular thing hmm. where these articles came out, news clippings, everything. And so the idea with this kids with past lives, it could be one of those scenarios where that reality dips into ours. And we, you know, with certain people, get a glimpse of that other reality where that person is then. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's 
it's just that's the best way that I can think of how that would make sense to me. Unless that does go to prove reincarnation is a thing where you die and you become something else immediately. Possibly. I mean, I I'm not going to say it's true, but I'm not going to say it can't happen either. Right, because that was, well, like, like Craig was talking about with birthmarks and stuff. Yeah. There was a story this kid was telling where he said he remembered being in the woods and he was riding a horse for his job. He was riding his horse through these woods. He got injured by these people on the horse. And when he got pulled off the horse, they stabbed him and killed him. And he said, I remember I was hurt and then it went dark and next thing I know, I'm here. And this birthmark on him was where he pointed at where he was either stabbed or shot or whatever it was that happened was on that birthmark. Hmm. So See, now, stuff like that makes a lot of sense with what, what Craig said about the, the uh, birthmark. Uh-huh. Because, you know, even growing up, I was always, like, I would say intrigued about birthmarks. Like, what the hell are they? Why Why do we have them? What if it is one of those things where all of us were once, we just recycled Could be. through, but only, only a certain amount of people really have that memory yeah i was gonna say well because it's all like i think it was you earlier said it's all about your conscience just in regards to dreams there's a reason why you don't remember certain dreams and certain dreams you do it's all about your conscience if you want to remember or or, or not and what if that's what dreams are is like this twist on this past life that you had or this alternate then i had a lot of past lives and there was a lot of weird fucking shit was but you never know it could be like that story i told about that guy who had to live every single person's life throughout the entirety yeah. of the human race and when he finally died as the last person that's when it was that yeah. you know, that's when it was like okay you've lived your life well before lived we lived your life before we wrap this up Alex can you remind everybody where they can follow us maybe give us some feedback on yeah, on this and all that good stuff childhood stories or you know stories of a past life that you may have lived don't hesitate to share with us on Facebook at the More or Less page dedicated to yours truly right here, this More or Less podcast, where less is never more and more is never enough, as well as on Instagram, where you can talk to us, send us pictures, you can chat with us, you can like us and follow us and find the links to uh, the sound sources that we use at more.more.less.podcast. Craig, where can everybody go and... Listen to us. Right here with your ears. Because we have mails. You can download us on Spotify and on Castbox. More or less podcasts available on both. You could listen oh fucking the um both are available <laughs> on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> Google iTunes, Apple Fucking Apple, idiot. ITunes, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Go download all that bullshit. Thank you. Jordan, where can they donate money? You can go to Patreon.com, search for More or Less Podcast, where you can give us all your monies. Monies. Better equipment. All right. Better studios. And all. Mahindra. And Mahindra's name, we pray. Woman. Woman. (laughs) That was uh, Kids with Past Life Experiences. More or less.